the Bible says, let us rejoice and be glad in it. This is our second service of the day. Uh, You are welcome. And please be reminded of tonight's Holy Spirit meeting. Really wonderful, powerful meetings where we pray for people. And uh, everybody is welcome. Supernatural favor. How many of you pray and you have this desire that God will grant you more favor? Come on. More, more, more. Say with me, more favor. favor. Say with me, more grace. grace. We all need more favor and more grace. So what is favor? Favor is an extraordinary act. Of kindness and blessing. That is a Henry Wilson definition. One more time. What is favor? An extraordinary act of kindness and blessing. How many of you, come on, just be honest now in the house. You are trusting God for something extraordinary. A miracle. Come on. A breakthrough. Think about uh, your family. Don't only think about yourself. We all need God to intervene in our lives. Now there was a very wealthy guy. Extremely wealthy. The Bible says he was the most wealthiest person in the East. This book in the Bible is also the oldest book in the Bible. Do you know who I'm talking about? So his name was Job. And the Bible says that this man was so wealthy and he had beautiful daughters and he had a wonderful life. What was outstanding is the fact that God himself said about Job, that there's no one on this earth, no one else as God-fearing and upright as my servant Job. Isn't that remarkable? Imagine this. Imagine God is saying that about you. (laughs) Come on, come on. Are you all here in the house? You have to concentrate now. This is going to be powerful. Imagine God is telling the devil. It happened twice. Imagine God is saying to the devil, listen, there's nobody on earth as my servant Job. He's a God-fearing man. Imagine God is saying that to the devil about you. And then the devil reacted because he hates people. And then the devil said, he said to the Lord, but why do you think he's a God-fearing man? It's because you are protecting him from all sides. Say this with me, God is protecting me. From all sides. That's a powerful declaration. Hmm? 
So God was protecting Job and his family from all sides. It's like a wall of fire. That's what the Bible says. A hedge of protection. And then the devil said, it's because you protect him. That's why he's serving you and fearing you and loving you the way you do. But just take off your hand. And then we will see if he will still serve you. And it was like a challenge to God. It seems to me God loves challenges. It was like the Lord says, Alright, I will show you devil, this man, this, this God-fearing servant of mine, he will serve me even in difficult circumstances. I want to ask you a question. Will you still be serving God? In difficult situations. Will you really still fear God. Even if all hell. Turn loose against you. Hmm? Now all of a sudden what happened. Then the devil attacked the Job. And in one day Job. Lost. Everything. Except him and his wife. So the Lord said to the devil, listen, he's in your hands now, but you can't kill him. It was like this challenge. It was like God says, okay, I will show you. I believe in my son Job. He will still serve me even in difficult circumstances. I'm just wondering about many Christians. Many times I would ask this question, even to wealthy people, will you still serve God with a passion if you would have lost everything? Selah. Pause and calmly think about this. So in one day he lost everything. He was very wealthy. In today's terms he was like a billionaire. But there's one thing that is so remarkable about Job. In spite of all the bad circumstances, the Bible says, Job didn't sin with his mouth. One more time. In spite of all these bad circumstances and challenges, The Bible says he did not sin with his mouth. Now that is remarkable. Most of us, come on, just be honest now. Don't look so holy now. Just be honest. Most of us, when we are going through tough times, all of a sudden the mouth starts speaking. When you are annoyed or frustrated or irritated, be honest. What is coming out of your mouth? The most wealthiest guy there was lost everything in one moment in a matter of a couple of hours. You can go and read it for yourself. And then this conversation between God and the devil and he doesn't even know about the conversation. And all of a sudden he lost everything His kids. And then the devil attacked his body. He made him sick. Hmm? 
He got all kinds of sores on his body. And yet, Job stayed faithfully with God and he didn't sin with his words, with his mouth. And I say, dear Jesus, have mercy on me. Have mercy on your people. Can you say amen? We really need God's mercy. Come on, just lift your hands and say, Lord, have mercy. Because most of us, if you are an honest person, most of us are sinning with our mouths. And I'm not talking only about curse words and swear words and, you know, the F words and those. A Christian don't talk like that anyway. You, did you know that demons are cursing? Did you know that demons are using those type of words? A child of God, don't use those words. When I'm talking about sinning with your mother, I'm, I'm not even referring to those words. I'm referring to when you speak bad behind somebody else's back. I'm referring to when you, when you become negative with your words, when you blame people, when you blame God. Because most people, when they're going through tough times, all of a sudden they start playing the blame game. It's actually unbelievable. But people are doing it all the time. Then all of a sudden they blame the past and they blame the boss and they blame the daddy. That's what kids do. Or the mummy or the husband or the wife or whatever. People sometimes just want to blame somebody. But Job stayed faithfully. This is, this is outstanding. He did not sin with his mouth. Yes, there were many things he did not understand. Come on, it happens with all of us. Many times we go through stuff that we don't understand. But we still, come on, have to trust God. Can you say amen? We still have to continue with this Christian walk. But I want to give you a key this morning. To get to supernatural favor, to walk in supernatural favor, even in difficult times, because let me tell you uh, the truth, you will always hear the truth from me. It is not always easy going. It's not always uh, moon and roses when you serve Jesus. Why? Because we have an enemy that hates us. He doesn't like Jesus and he doesn't like us. But we also don't like him. So, and if somebody, you know, if, if there's somebody maybe in your family or in your, in your circle of friends, well, I don't know why you will call them then a friend, but if they don't like you, it's not your problem. Why do you make it your problem? Come on, tell your neighbor, if you don't like me, it's not my problem. Come on. Why do you make it your problem? But this is remarkable. It's not always easy serving God. Come on, just get this now. And here's a phenomenal example of a man who was God-fearing so much so that the Bible says God said of this guy that there's no one like him. It is remarkable. It is profound. 
There's no one like him. In the whole earth. And then the challenges came. And then all the bad circumstances came. And he didn't blame God once. And the Bible says he didn't sin with his mouth. Not one negative or ugly word went out of his mouth. Yeah, they had a lot of discussions. If you read the book of Job, he spoke, you know, with his friends every now and then. And then his friends tried to convince him that he's not trusting God and he's not believing. And you got to be careful when you... When you speak to somebody who is in a difficult situation, you are not in their shoes. Don't just say stuff easily. Don't say stuff like, Ahman, you don't trust God and you don't believe and you don't this. Don't say it. You will annoy people when you do that. That's why not every person can counsel. Just like the preaching and teaching gift on my life. Counseling that you know is a gift. You get many people now, they do a course or, and now they think they're counselors. They're not. It's a gift. It's an anointing to counsel people with wisdom. To know what to say and not to say. If people are going through tough times, don't, 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 you know, try to make them feel guilty. They're not believing God and they're not trusting God. Be careful. It's not long then you will go through that same tests. But Job didn't sin with his mouth. I said, dear Jesus, this is profound. And he opened the word and now I'm opening the word to you. If you want to walk in favor, this is really a phenomenal key for you. Please listen to me. Watch your mouth. Just flow with me on the board, please. Watch your mouth. You will never see breakthrough. And this, you know, supernatural favor, if you can't even watch your mouth. Because I get many people that are praying and praying and we gotta pray and we love to pray yet word and spirit. But if you say you pray but you speak death, you will never see victory. Because every time when you speak negative words, you cancel your prayers. What does it help you sit in and what wonderful atmosphere this morning under the wonderful teaching of the word and you go out and you start speaking negative things? You cancel all the blessing, all the prayers. What does it help you say, Lord, bless my business and then tomorrow when you feel a bit down, you say things like, nah, I don't know where is God. He doesn't want to bless me. And you actually are cursing yourself. So one time the Lord spoke to me. His voice is so wonderful to me. If you can get a desire, listen, really a desire for the voice of God, you will hear His voice more. Many people have a desire for this and this, this pleasure and this sin and parties all the time. 
They don't have a desire for the presence of God or for the voice of God. I'm giving you something here. If you really can get a desire for the voice of God, you will start hearing Him more and more. And then you will wait more on Him to speak to you. Can you say Amen? So, the Lord said to me one time, many Christians don't even need a witch to curse them because they are cursing themselves. Did you know that's what witches do? And Satanists, but witches primarily, they just curse. You know, some gomas. We don't fear no witch here. We don't fear no witchcraft. May the fire of God come against that in the name of Jesus Christ. May the blood of Jesus Christ protect all our people in Jesus' name. Come on. Some of you, you don't know what I'm talking about. Curses, witchcraft. Don't go to those people and you think they bless you. They curse you. It's business. Then you go back there. You say it doesn't work. And then you pay again. Why would you do such silly things? Hmm? Every curse coming against me will go back with power from where it came from. Every curse will always turn into a blessing in my life. Can you say amen? Amen. Can you shout favor? favor? See? But many Christians don't need witches to curse them. Why? They curse themselves. Many people in their marriages curse themselves. They don't need a Satanist. If you speak death and negative words, what is it else? It's cursing. If you speak death over your body, your marriage, your money, your business, what else do, what do you call it? It's a curse. It's either a blessing or it's a curse. You choose. You say, you see, so if you can't say anything nice or friendly or kind about other people, rather shut up. Keep quiet. Why? Because you are sowing with your words. And you will reap what you have sown. Hmm? Many times when we say things that we should not say, then we say stuff like, I draw it back. I take it back, you know. Or you tell you tell your partner, take it back. Can he take it back? It's out. You can ask God now to forgive you, but be careful what you are sowing. Come on, do you enjoy the word in this house? Be careful. Now the Lord told me and said, watch your mouth. This is one key. This is so wonderful to me. This wealthy, blessed, phenomenal guy, God-fearing guy, no one like him on the earth. According to God. Not somebody else's, you know, information. God himself said that. But what was his secret? When he was in difficult times. He was checking his words. He didn't blame God. And he he stayed 
faithfully with God. So, watch your mouth when you're going through tough times. When you feel a bit down, when you feel a bit depressed. Come on, we are all human beings. Sometimes you don't feel so on top, eh? We are all people. Can I just help somebody? It's okay sometimes not to feel okay. But don't speak negative things in the times when you don't feel okay. Rather, zip a lip. Otherwise, you're going to speak death and then you will reap what you sow. Hmm? Even in our relationships, when sometimes you feel a bit angry or you feel a bit annoyed, keep quiet. Because you're going to say stuff and then afterwards you feel so guilty about it. Okay? Say this with me, I have to watch my mouth. Come on, we want to walk in favor. We want to walk in supernatural favor. Hmm? We have to pray like David. And David said, Lord, put a God next to my mouth. Hmm? A security God. You see? We put security guards outside the gates for you to be safe here. Maybe you are staying in a compound or wherever you are. We have alarm systems and whatever. We just do the possible, but actually it's only God that can protect us. But... We need like a security guard yeah, next to our mouths. Can I tell you something that you'll never forget? I deal with people all the time. In the first meeting I said, I'm preaching 30 years now. I don't exactly know how many sermons. Thousands. How many people I've counseled. Thousands. Many times I have to tell a person, and sometimes people don't like this, it's okay. But I'm going to say it anyway. To help you and it's for free. You know where your biggest problem is? It's not your wife or your mother-in-law or your husband or your boss. You think so, it's not. Or your neighbors. You know where your biggest problem is? Your mouth. If you can grasp this revelation, your life will change from today. You cannot walk in favor, but you have a filthy mouth. You have a dirty mouth. Are you with me? You'll never walk in supernatural favor. Why? Because God will not bless a filthy mouth. I need to protect my mouth all the time. Do I make mistakes? Yes, I do. But I say, dear Jesus, help me. Have mercy on me. Because out of this mouth must come life. I must preach the gospel. Come on. I must teach the holy word of God. I must prophesy and say, thus say of the Lord. And God wants to bless you as well. So when you pray today, say, dear Lord, put a God next to my mouth. And if you can't say anything friendly about your brothers or sisters or the church or whoever, even our nation with all the challenges, just keep quiet. Because when you speak negative and death, it's like you are doing like the witches do. 
you curse. We are supposed to bless. The church bless. We don't curse. And the Lord spoke to Abraham and said, those who curse you, I will curse. I don't have to curse anybody. If there's anybody, let me say this on record, cursing the man of God, he will be cursed. Anybody coming against the anointed, the people of God. And let me tell you now, you as a child of God, you are also anointed. Can you say amen? If somebody curse you, they will be cursed. It's like sowing and reaping. And so the Lord told Abraham, those who bless you, I will bless. That's how it works. I don't have to curse. No, we don't curse. In fact, the Lord Jesus in the New Testament says, we should bless our enemies. Not curse. In the Old Testament it was like an eye for an eye. Imagine we would have lived... Uh, in the Old Testament, then I, I should have told some of you, listen, just after the meeting, go outside, get in line, it's your turn to be stoned this morning. Why? Because we all made mistakes this last week. But because of the blood of Jesus, come on somebody, because of the grace of God, there's forgiveness for everyone this morning. Amen. Thank God for the cross. But now, you should also give grace now. You should also be gracious. Can you say amen? Amen. Check your words. If somebody makes you mad, don't become mad. Be glad. Check your mouth. Say this with me. I have to watch my mouth. Write this down. Speak favor. You can choose life or death. That's what the Bible says. You can choose to speak life. You can choose to speak favor. Favor, come on, at your job. Favor in your family. Favor in your house. Favor in your business. Favor in your money. Favor in your body. Favor, 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 favor. Receive it now in the name of Jesus Christ. Favor. If you speak death, you don't speak favor. If you speak illness, or I get this word now in my spirit, madness, it's actually, thank you Holy Spirit, madness to speak illness. It's madness to speak death. Don't be mad. Speak life. Speak favor. Honor your father and your mother. Listen to all the kids here. And teach your kids these things. Even if you don't agree with your father. You know what God sees? That is your daddy. And you should honor him. That is your mother. And you should honor her. Even if you don't agree. That's not the point. The day will come. When you will be a daddy and a mummy. And what you sow, you will surely reap. Kids who are in rebellion. Kids who don't listen to their parents. Stalking back. Having no manners. They will reap what they've sown. 
All of us will reap what we sow. Speak favor. So now, back to the story of Job. Let me conclude this. He was so blessed. Then the challenge came. He lost everything. What was so profound, he didn't sin with his mouth. Okay? Now check what the Bible says about the latter days of Job. Follow there on the board. This is phenomenal. Man, the word makes me so happy. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited about the word. Read there on the board. It says, after Job had prayed for his friends, the Lord restored his fortunes and gave him twice as much as he had before when he was a billionaire. Now it's twice as. How many of you are trusting God for payback time? Come on, for the devil has stolen from you and you're trusting God for payback time. Now the Bible says, check this. He got favor here. This is so wonderful. All his brothers and sisters and everyone who had known him before. That's many people. Why? Because he was so well known. He was so wealthy. If the Bible made mention of this guy as the most wealthiest person in the East, many people knew him. Now the Bible says, all of them. Hmm? Check this out. All his brothers and sisters and everyone who had known him, known him before came and ate with him in his house. And they comforted and consoled him over all the trouble the Lord had brought on him. It's not the Lord. That's how they've translated this. We know it's the devil that makes sick and steal and kill. But we know that God allowed it. Are you all with me? Okay. Now the Bible says, and each one, check this out, some of you never read this before. And each one gave him a piece of silver and a gold ring. When God wants to favor you, when he wants to bless you, he will send somebody on your way. When the devil wants to attack you, how does he do it? Through people. Then he sends somebody on on your way to curse you or to make trouble or whatever. And then you say, I don't take it. And I bless you. And I forgive you. Okay, and I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. What you sow, you reap. All of you, you want that person to bless you. When are you going to bless somebody else? You know, the Bible is clear. Don't let the left hand know what the right hand does. What you do, do it for the Lord. But just to, 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 to teach people this morning, to tell you in boldness what I'm doing, I won't tell you to do something that I don't. But even this weekend... I've sown so much as the Lord laid upon my heart. I'm talking about, I'm not talking about 50 rand. Why do you say it, Pastor, to impress us? No. To tell you that God will only bless obedience. Thousands 
and thousands and thousands of rains. Millions are flowing through my hands. If God can trust you when he speaks to you, I'm not talking about your tithe. That's not optional. I'm the first one bringing the Lord's tithe. God blessed you in your job and you don't pay the Lord's tithe. You can lose your job. You see, Job and Job. How many people got miracles here in this house? All the time. You will see tonight again. And then some of those people, they don't even give a rent to the work of God. Alright. Think about what I'm saying. So now at the end of his life, God blessed him. And the Bible says the Lord blessed the latter part of Job's life. Check this out. More than the former. This is amazing. He stayed faithfully. And there's one key that is standing out today. is He didn't sin with his mouth. Oh, Lord help us. So, be careful because the test will come even quickly. With your wife, with your husband, with your kids. Rather say nothing. Don't sin with your mouth. When you're going through a tough time, don't blame God. He doesn't like it. I hear people say, man, it's okay. He's God. He understands. You can say whatever you want. Really? He doesn't like it. I can tell you, as a father that really gives my best, I'm giving my very best to my kids. They are so blessed. I don't like it if they would blame me for something. I don't talk about somebody that's doing something bad and then they get blamed. I'm talking about, think, think, think about this. You are giving your very best and somebody blames you. God doesn't, God doesn't like it to get blamed. He's always good. Amen. Come on, he's a good, good father. Can you say amen? amen. So let, let me close with this. His latter part was more blessed. The Lord blessed him with twice as much. What was the key? His mouth, his words. So now in Job 22, this is profound, write this down. The Bible says, you shall also decide and decree a thing. And it shall be established for you. And the light, check this out, of God's favor. This is the Amplified Classic. Oh, it's only me getting excited here, dear Lord. I'm going to read it again. You shall also decide and decree a thing, your words, and it shall be established for you. Check this out. And the light, but what does it mean? God's favor shall shine upon your ways. Wow! This is awesome. So, I told this morning, I told the, the Afrikaans people, and I want to tell you that as well, it's a revelation to me. If there's one person that I want to listen to when it comes to words, is Job. Because he didn't sin with his mouth. I don't want to listen to you. Check this out. If you have a filthy mouth. Come on, I'm helping you. You don't want to listen to anybody who's talking bad about other people. Why? They don't have any authority. 
That's why not every person is a voice. But Job didn't sin with his mouth. And now he's giving us this great advice. You can speak with your mouth. You can speak to your life, to your road. And say, go up in Jesus' name. And then the Bible says, you will get what you say. So the Lord Jesus said, you can speak to the mountain. And he says, you will get what you say. But you can't say today, mountain be ye removed. And tomorrow, mountain just stay where you are. That's what people do. Today they speak life. Tomorrow it's not a good day. Like many people say, it's a blue Monday. Why would you say stuff like that? That's why your Mondays are so bad every week. Say something else. Hmm? Magnificent Monday. Okay, I'm helping you. So tomorrow, you say today, that's not tomorrow. You say today is a magnificent Monday. Hmm? What about Sunday? Some of you should write that down for me. Make the whole week for me. Like Sundays, I would say supernatural Sunday. Uh, Saturdays, uh, I just get these words, the anointing is on me now wonderful and heavily. Like Saturdays. What about super Saturdays? Supernatural Sundays. Magnificent Mondays. Tuesdays. Terrific Tuesdays. Why would you allow death to come out of your mouth? And Job didn't sin with his mouth and at the end of the day God won the challenge between him and the devil. Because Job stayed faithfully. Hallelujah. And then the Lord blessed him with twice as much. Isn't this a remarkable word? So Father, we thank you. Your word is the truth. Help us, dear Jesus. Help us to only speak your word, to speak life. Lord, we pray, Holy Spirit, we ask you to put a God next to our mouths. Help us to watch our mouths. Help us, Lord, to check our confessions. I thank you for this word and I pray that all our people will walk in favor. That all our people will be blessed. Even in difficult times. That we will not sin with our mouths, but that we will stay close to you. I thank you for your wonderful word. And Lord, we bless also our offering this morning. And I, I really pray that more people will be obedient. That more people will get a desire to bless the work of God. Thank you for your goodness and favor and grace. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for giving. Let's give with...